on maynard.com.au. The cure in the background, and I've been trying to tidy my place really quickly. Like, you know when you haven't seen an ex for ages and you want your place to look really fantastic to show them how well you're doing? Well, not quite the case, but Warren Coleman. Academy Award winning Warren Coleman, bowling man from Castanet Club, is coming over shortly to drop some stuff off for me. So I'm trying to give the most image of someone who's having a uh, successful life with inflatable hippos, photos of Barbara Eden, all that kind of stuff. We'll see how we go. He'll be turning up shortly. It'll be interesting because whenever anyone comes here, they always pick up something, see what he notices. As I said earlier, you want your place to look good. On first opinion, what's the thing you notice, Warren? Uh, what I really notice and do love very much is your view, Maynard, and also the way you've not only framed it with a frame, but you've set the room in a way around this fabulous view of, particularly this time of night, the silhouetted shapes of buildings nearby and the beautiful blue sky. There's Barbara Eden. And anyway, and behind you, Tim Ferguson's painting of Flacco. Yes, yes, and I recognise you now. It's the nose. My bedroom is very, um, very ordinary. A plain and unadorned. It's the Kate Moss, yes. 1992. But do you know what calendar you can reuse next year, Warren? Gee, I, no, I'd love to find out, and I'm sure you'll tell me. 1983. Oh, thank God. Hi there, folks, I'm Bowling Man. I came from the skies with a plan. You're Bowling Man. I'm from another world. I come to talk about bowling to the boys and girls. Come on, learn fast, don't be slow. Ten bin bowling is the way to go. Bowling's good, nut bowling's great. The most important thing a lifeform can undertake. That's ten pin bowling. Not Mark Bowling, cos he's dead. He had a car crash. He had a car crash and he went into a tree. <laughs> People that are wondering about the Castanet Club, how would you basically describe it in a capsule description? There are a bunch of really, really crazy people who have no idea what they're doing, or at least trying to pretend that they have no idea. And in showing that they have no idea, they often reveal they had some idea in the end. And you'll only know that if you ever see them try to not go where they're to try to go. What do you think about Steve Abbott's thing is that it was middle class people looking for approval and trying really hard? Steve will have some truth in there'll be some truth in that description, but I don't know that all of them were trying that hard. It was a long time ago. What is the thing that's turned up and you've gone, wow, I didn't know that was going on? That's an interesting question. There are so many things that I didn't know were going on. That would take a, a, a longer book than I've got. You knew that Glenn and Johnny were going off to the Fantastic Club on a Saturday night in Melbourne and they went to the Fire Island in Edinburgh as well. I went to Fire Island with them. It was one of the few places I've actually been goosed. Fire <laughs> Island in Edinburgh. Not all of us can say that, mate, and I'm glad that you should have that honour. And I'd put on a T-shirt if I were you. What's the one moment you remember the most from the Castanet Club? For me, it was always the weird places being in Edinburgh and being in front of an audience and just seeing people. Ronnie Corbett was at our show, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's one of the ones you, you remember. Uh, honestly, there are so many that it's, it's hard to recall, but you can never lose the strange feeling that you are standing in a costume that would, you might have worn when you were 12 in front of several hundred people you've never met and uh, they've all had a few drinks and you're all about to go on and try to do things that will amuse them. And when you come off and you've actually done that, the fact that somehow that alchemy has taken place is always surprising to you and sometimes I think more surprising to you than it is to the audience. Is there anything that, because you've obviously done some major projects since, that it's held you in good stead being with the Castanet Club? You're going, well... That didn't go well, but like, hey, we did this. There's always the fact that you've you've actually done that kind of tomfoolery on such mm. a ongoing basis for such a long time helps you down the track because you realise that nothing really can be as stupid as putting 
20 cent pieces up your ass and walking round and round and round a room, then dropping them accurately into a cup. Very few other uh, people at the Oscars have ever done that. Most people don't get to see what goes on here at the Maynard International Studios Annex. I was surprised to see that you had such a fabulously delightful little SpongeBob SquarePants. Not that there's anything about SpongeBob that doesn't say Maynard to me. I thought was really kind of special. Favourite episode of Lost in Space, favourite episode of Star Trek. Uh, For me, Great Vegetable Rebellion is my favourite. Dr Smith, you're acting like a real stock of celery. Of course I am. I look like celery. I draw moisture from the soil like celery. I feel the pulsing crunch of life like celery. Why change Dr Smith into a stock of celery? And what do you think you're going to do with my parents and Penny and Don? And for Star Trek, oh, I do like the space hippies. Let's get together and have some fun. I don't know how to do it, but it's got to be done. Bridge to auxiliary control. Captain, it seems as though someone else is running the ship. That's right. Someone else is running this ship. Both of those hard to beat, but I've always been a big fan of the Robinson's Return to Earth episode, but it's 1947. Oh, good heavens, William. Dr. Smith, we must have passed through a time warp. We're 50 years ahead of them. You think so? Please believe us, sir. We're from Earth. We are. We are. All personnel report back to the Jupiter. No, come no closer or I'll shoot. Don't threaten him, sir. He might last you. I suggest we leave before those jokers really get me riled up. And in Star Trek, virtually every episode is, well, it turns out that they go to a planet and there's a terrible problem happening because they're treating a computer as a god or some version thereof. This whole society is a machine's concept of perfection, peace, harmony, but no so. But when it comes right down to it, I'm still a big rap for The City on the Edge of Forever, the Harlan Ellison episode that involved Joan Collins. One day soon, man is going to be able to harness incredible energies, maybe even the atom. I find her most uncommon, Mr. Spock. Play a bit of the music. that oh, we're going to play the Satricons. He's talking to Adam West. Yeah, I know. Okay. Or it could be Penny. Okay. I won't be long. I yes. don't know where the hell I am either, Maynard. That's what I love about you.
Maynard.com.au AU Bryson and Hume Everything digital